here asking for my son's life, Sean. I pulled the trigger. I killed Annie. I'm the only one ever cared about you. And all of that ended an hour ago when you killed my son. I'm coming after your boy with everything I got. I won't let you take him, Sean. You got no choice. And when it's done, and it will be done, you and I are gonna meet back here at this restaurant at this same table that I used to share with my boy, and I'm gonna look you in the eyes just like you're looking me in the eyes right now. And I'm gonna see how empty they are without your son in the world. Same thing I saw in my wife's eyes. Same thing you've seen in my eyes. And when I see that, then I'll let you die. Welcome to the Hidden Gems Podcast, Episode 9. And today we're going to talk about the movie Run All Night, starring Liam Neeson and Ed Harris. So, Ryan, what makes this movie a hidden gem? Well, I just like the cast, Ed. Anything that Liam Neeson is in, I'm already an instant draw towards that movie ever since he was in Taken. So I think once you see Liam Neeson as your headliner, you know, you automatically have some interest in the movie just by default there, you know. So right off the bat, uh, that drew my interest. But a hidden gem, I'm not sure why it did as poorly as it did. I think it just wasn't uh, advertised much. I never recall seeing much advertisement for this movie. Do you? Uh, I don't even remember the ever even hearing of a seeing a trailer about this movie. Right. Yeah, I don't remember seeing anything on it hardly at all and just very limited things. So it I mean it opened here with like an 11 million dollar opening which is very modest and then it dropped rapidly and I have it only earning 5 million its second week and 2 million the third week. I know the second it opened at number 1 with the 11 million so there must have been nothing going on there. But the second and third week, it dropped significantly when Divergent came out, and then Home, a kid's movie, and Get Hard. Did it hard. open at number one? Yeah, the its first week. First oh, did week. it? Okay, yeah. right. And then Divergent wow. came out its second week, which knocked it way down, and then Home, a kid's movie, with and then Get Hard, a Kevin Hart comedy, that really knocked it completely out of con- hmm. contention there. Right, right. Yeah, that's pretty low. Yeah, um, so... But I think mostly just marketing. I don't know if this was really marketed that well at all. You know, I don't recall seeing a preview with or hardly at all, like you said. Hence the show Hidden Gems. Yeah, this yeah. is really a hidden gem. You know, this movie came about. You know, if you if you caught our previous podcast, John Wick, Ryan and I were talking about that particular movie, and then you brought up. Hey, you know, there's a movie that actually is similar to this one. Yeah, and these were, I think, on, I don't know how close they were in the theater, but on video, on the DVD release, I think they were released fairly close, because I remember watching John Wick and this one, like, fairly close time period together. So they were released close together, and then, so I watched them within that short of time period, and I'm like, wow, these are, like, almost identical movies. You know? Yeah, when I, when I, uh, when I watched that movie, uh, it was actually almost a little disturbing and on, on some area. <laughs> A lot of beats were really similar. The, the the drive of the the movie was very similar. It almost seems like I was watching a carbon copy of the movies, but they were they're told in in a different fashion, right? Yeah. So in the movie industry, these are called twin movies. Twin movies. Twin movies. And there's a yeah. lot of those. There are a lot of those. So if you if you go back, if we won't go too far back, but uh, Dante's Peak. Right, I would say Dante's Peak, probably Volcano. Right, very good. That's a that's a uh, one similar to it. Yeah, and then um, 
coming out the same year, uh, Deep Impact. Deep Impact and Armageddon. Very good. Yeah, and you, those, I remember those came out. Are, are all these, when you're saying twin movies, do you mean they almost came out at the same time period too? Is that a, is that oh, a requirement? The, uh, same year, almost same year. Same year, yeah, because yeah. I was yeah. working at a movie theater when Deep Impact and Armageddon came out, and those came out at the same time. They really did, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. all these you're, you're talking about did. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and even if you listen to episode two, Dark City, this is the, the what would be a tie-in with Dark City? We talked about that one, right? Dark I think City. Yeah, that was yeah. like similar to Matrix. Matrix. Kind of, yeah. And um, and in the I had the same feeling when when we were doing this movie, uh, Run All Night, when I did Dark City. When we did Dark City, is that in my head, I kept thinking about the Matrix. Yeah. It, it was really hard to not think about it. And so we felt that it was hard to do Run All Night, which is probably the real hidden gem over John Wick. Because John Wick actually did decent in the theaters yes but it we felt that we had to do John Wick before we did this one because you had to talk about the comparisons oh yeah, yeah. The, the comparisons are, are numerous yeah, numerous. yeah really good stuff um, so yeah even from the entry they both movies John Wick and, and Ronald Knight they start off with the end of the movie uh, yeah it goes right? to the end of the movie right they both start off that way and then kind of the same same type of character right he's kind of on the down and outs and trying to leave that ex-life I guess right trying yeah. to get rid of what he once was like I don't know from shame or what but he lived a you know life of crime I guess both of these guys did and they're on the verge of being out right that's kind of how they both yeah and, and I really liked how they tried to develop these characters like I, I felt when we, we we meet Liam Neeson's character Jimmy the gravedigger right he, he was more tormented than John Wick he was right? very tormented and uh, and not only that his his relationship uh, with Edit Harris's character Sean, like in the very beginning, you feel like man, these guys grew up with each other, almost like they're best friends for life. And to see the the torment of they have to go against each other. Yeah, the, just know? the character development that opening scene I thought was better because John Wick, he's kind of out because of his wife, but then you know he, he we're bringing this up again, but he, there's that scene where he goes back saying like you know everyone kind of asked me if I'm in or out, and he was like right. always on the verge. Right. I, I remember Liam Neeson characters in this. I felt like he really didn't like anymore because he talks about the beginning how he uh, he sees all his victims. Yeah. Or something. He he has like dreams. It of haunts him. Yeah, he has right. dreams of them, and then even like later on, you find out that he says, "Oh, I I always think of Billy." You know, I always think of Billy the most. And you find out he even, <laughs> even killed his own cousin. Yeah. Right, for this guy, basically. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 Uh, Ed Harris's character, he was he was troubled in this. It's not something that he wanted to go back into. He wanted out, and he's an alcoholic, and he's drinking, and he's trying to really not get into this kind of business. John Wick was, uh, you know, his, his dog died, you know, and the, the drive was pretty weak for me with John. I like John Wick, but again, I like John Wick too. Yeah, yeah but that one, you're right. He kind of just went uh, over the edge over something not quite as big, right? Right, yeah. right, yeah. and then. As a movie thrust forward, again, a lot of parallels with John Wick with this one in regards to, you know, what, ha like, how does, you know, uh, Liam Neeson's character get pulled back in, right? So the son, Ed Harris's son, how good is Ed Harris? Yeah, he was, he was really good. good in this. He's yeah. always good. Um, he's always good. He, and he's always in those really serious roles. You know, you know when you see him, you're going to get a good performance from him all the time. He's got that good face. He's got that good movie face. Yeah, he does. I don't know. Something about Ed Harris. Like, yeah, anything that he's in, I always like him in pretty much everything. Yeah. So in both movies, the, the son is trying to appease the dad, 
right? Yeah. Um, oh, sure. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, and th- things kind of go south with Albanian, the mobsters, and then, again, a lot of parallels with both movies in regards to what the drive is, you know? And even the sun, the casting of the sun in this, that was similar. That guy even had the same look as the sun in John Wick. It is. the same kind of grungy... Uh, Grungy, yeah, grungy look, you yeah. know, that just like uh, wanted to prove to their dad that they're worthy, and they kind of like um, go against the grain of their screw offs, basically. I you know? felt same it, character, almost. same character. I, I felt this one had more of a backbone. I he to me felt more believable in a sense that yeah, he's trying to make a mark in the family, trying to do something, and yeah. he had a lot of you know, yeah. I don't want to say balls, but he, he did. He was really trying to do his own thing. Whereas in John Wick, he just seemed like more aloof, more of just yeah, really that, that was more random. He wasn't trying to do anything, right? He just he just wanted a car. wanted the guy's car to steal the car. Yeah, yeah. it was it was very petty. Yeah, where you know this guy over here, he's trying to do something really serious, and and again, everything starts turning south from there. Right, right. Yeah. I, you know, that the son, when I first saw him, I thought at first I thought it was uh, an angry Macaulay Coughlin, just his, his initial face. Yeah, right. I, he has I, that I, look. God, I, that guy looks familiar. I'm not sure what I've seen him in, and I'll have to look him up. But I, I, I've seen him before. But yeah, he just has that look too. They, those two characters were almost identical looks for me. Yeah, you know, they really were. So, so what do we have here? So, yeah, that's basically the driving thing on both of those. The, was, were these guys good cast though? The sons, I liked them, and I liked, uh, yeah, I liked both the the leads in the movie. So the, the leads were similar too, but they were both good. They were intense. I, like I said, they, they, Liam Neeson and Ed Harris, you see two movie icons. Yeah. And you kind of see these two veteran guys. They are older, right? And, yeah, and this kind of like going back to the comparisons with The Matrix and Dark City and this and John Wick. Again, how you said this did jo- less than John Wick. Again, the same type of thing. I think it had because it was less action oriented. Right. There was more story to it. Yeah, there was more yeah. story to it. Uh, it was more story. There was a lot of action, but it was more story driven. Where John Wick was just like an all out action type. It was movie. a comic book to me. Yeah, John Wick it was just like an all out action movie. Like I, I think I told you before. Like, I felt John Wick. Man, he was some of those scenes where they're invading his house and he he just kung fu combination <laughs> people. You know, he hardly gets touched. You know, like yeah. it was just much more martial arty action driven. You know, and, and in contrast to this movie. What I, I like the, this little part there where, you know, um, Liam Neeson's son, he's trying to prevent him from pulling the trigger. Like, don't don't shoot that gun. Don't go down that route that I went to. That's you know? funny. Yeah, that's funny that you mentioned that. I uh, I didn't mind that. I didn't mind that. But then, I'm, I'm jumping way ahead, but you brought this topic up. Right. Uh, at, at the end... I thought he should have killed the the hitman character that comes into play at the end. Or oh, the son, you mean? Yeah, Liam Neeson and this this hitman oh. played by Common right. are fighting, and somehow uh, Common's the hitman character is down on the ground, and the son comes up behind him and points a trigger at him, and he could have shot him right there. You know, and this was the guy that was going to basically kill the two of them. Right. He, he didn't do it. You know. Right. Uh, I that on that one, I thought he should have. Okay. Didn't you? No. Why? I like that he didn't. You did? Yeah. Just because that would have been the end of the movie or what? I mean. Or... I don't know. I liked it. Oh, man. That, that <laughs> one, I, I thought, man, if that was a real life situation, I think he would have shot him. If it was a real life situation, not, right. not a movie. Well, you know? yeah. <laughs> I think I think the dad was just trying to protect his son. Yeah. Don't go down the, the, the route that he did. Right, right. You know, because, yeah, he's paying for his sins uh, to the day he died. 
Right. Are you talking about like in dreams again type of a thing like how he mentions? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it ruined his life. He talks about how it ruined his marriage. It ruined his, his relationship with his son. And he doesn't want his son to go down tainted at all, you know? Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Come on, good... Don't be so sadistic. No, no I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, is that how you're interpreting it? Just because it, yeah, it ruined all his relationships, his lifestyle. Yeah, I don't think he wants his son uh, to kill anybody just to be yeah. pure. Pure, is yeah, it, I guess okay. is the word, you know? Right. Don't be a murderer. Yeah. Don't be like your dad. There it is. Yeah. Don't I, be like no, your dad. No, I yeah. know, but in that, I don't know. I would have shot the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so what? where else do you want to go from there, Ed? Yeah, so, um, again, th this movie was really straightforward. It, it is it is run all night, and they're, you know, running away, and, you know, um, Ed Harris's character's whole mob is going after them, and it's it's nice. It's They didn't, like, uh, Liam Neeson's character didn't feel like a superhero. He just felt like a real, he would, he would get hurt. He would sprain his yeah, ankle. He like would, like, bleed. He would get shot at. You know, you know what I really liked about this movie? Right when I popped it into the DVD player, the pacing was really good, too. Especially yeah. the first 45 minutes. I think all the way from the very opening scene to the part where they have uh, the, the corrupt cops who Ed Harris is, you know, works for Ed Harris's character. Right. They have him in the backseat of the cop car, and they're taking him off into this place to execute him, basically. Sure, sure, yeah. You know, like, the, that was like 45 minutes in, I looked at the counter, and I was like, you know what? This movie hasn't even slowed down yet for this first 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. You know, the pacing was like... Pacing really, was good. I was trying to think of back scenes I'd go and, like... We talked about on Star Wars, the new Star Wars movie, that cantina scene, how I would have edited some of that out because that's where it It slowed came. down. Yeah, yeah. slowed down. This one, I was trying to think of that. Like, where would I edit this movie if I <laughs> cut some time out? And there wasn't too many scenes that really dragged for me. Was there for you? For me, it didn't drag. Uh, nothing really comes to mind. The whole, uh, you know, we're, we're, they're looking for the kid that supposedly had video footage yeah. through that apartment. That that kind of went on a little long, running up and down the stairs. And yeah, I guess I mean, that part could have been it. But you need a little action in the movie. Yeah, you know? yeah. I um, mean, yeah, that might have been the only part, too. I might agree with you slightly on that, uh, that that could have been edited down a little bit. But the pacing overall was very good. It was like it, it was like an hour and 54-minute movie, and it felt like it moved briskly to me. Yeah, definitely a, a nice, meaty story. Like, um more so than than John Wick. John, uh, don't get me wrong. I like John Wick. Yeah, John, like Wick John Wick was a fun, too. fun yeah. movie. But uh, if you had to compare the two, man, Run All Night. This was a darn good one. You know. So if you did like, if you're a John Wick lover or you like that movie a lot, which spurned a a sequel, um, I think you'd, you'd probably like this one too. But again, this is meatier. It's more more real to me. You know. Right. Yeah. No, I think so too. And just the. the the setup was good for it and everything. And like, how bad did you know once Liam Neeson shot Ed Harris's kid that 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 was man? They were in trouble. They were in trouble. Even oh, when yeah. he went to call him and said, "Hey, this is what happened," you knew he was in trouble, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's... <laughs> and then they start running. That's, and how about that scene? I, I think it was fairly obvious. Eh, it was fairly obvious. But when uh, Danny goes in there and he's going to shoot, or he's pointing the gun at. Uh, Liam Neeson's son, right before Liam Neeson shoots him. Oh, right. He's pointing the gun at him. Like, there's not a conversation because Liam Neeson shoots him right away, but do you think he was really going to shoot shoot him? He probably was, right? Yeah, I thought so. He, I mean, it was pretty clear he he was going to shoot him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I thought he, so, too. He's I, going down. I was thinking, I wonder if he was going to shoot his kid there right now, if he was going to 
talk to him about something, but he was no, it was he clear he was, was yeah, he was he was off his rocker, you know, because <laughs> he was off says, the rocker. That says don't do anything. Right? Yeah, he yeah. said just stay put completely. Right. Yeah. So he's tries trying to uh, clean up his mess essentially. You know, the whole deal with Albanian went down but, wrong. Okay. Everything just went wrong. But remember, there's the part where he says to him where he first breaks into the limo after you after Liam Neeson's son witnesses it and this Danny character breaks down the window and he says, Danny, hey, it's, it's Mike. Mike. Yeah. It's Mike. You know, like, so did he know who he was? He knew it was Liam Neeson's son, right? Sure, he absolutely. Just, he didn't care anyways, though. You're saying he was going to shoot him. You know, it's, I'm glad you brought that one up Yeah. because I never got the impression he was going to kill Mike right then and there. I, I never, like, at that point where he broke to the limousine, I didn't feel he was going to kill him at that point. He but just... He, he, takes him up into the house, remember? And right, but I, the, I still didn't believe that he was going to kill him, though. He could have just shot him in the limousine if he wanted to. He just killed Albanian out in the street. Oh, he did right in the open, yeah. Yeah, right in the so, open. Okay, the subway was so, running by. He could have done it right then and there. So, uh, now, if you, did, you didn't think that, so why did you think he was going to go back, and when he went back, he definitely ah, was going to shoot him? Right. You said so, for sure he's going to shoot him now. Right, so that, that's the thing. Uh, he's bringing him to the house. And then the kid in the back of the limo, limo runs out. And then Mike takes that opportunity to kind of push him and run away. Yeah. So it's one of those things where, uh, you know, well, you're running away, I'm going to get you. You know, uh, and he just kind of kind of ticked him off that that's what he did to him. Because this kid, he seems like a, you know, like a spoiled brat. Uh, yeah, right? they and, portray and, it that way. Yeah, right, sure. and then, like, obviously, if he doesn't get his way, you're done. Yeah. And, and his way of dealing with things is shooting people, apparently. <laughs> and so Mike runs, there's a chase. Oh, and he's okay. just pissed off that I felt like, oh, you know, I got to run after you now. I got to take care of you. Yeah, because I, I was just a curious scene where they threw it in and said, oh, hey, it's me, you know, and, like, I was an impression, man, he might have, was probably going to shoot him anyways, even though he knew that who it was, you know, it was the lead yeah. son anyways. Yeah, so that's a little part of the movie where I think, you know, I wonder if Mike just kind of went along and they went inside and they say, hey, man, I won't say anything, you know, my dad, uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep it quiet, whatever, and then, you know. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. I think everything would have been okay. Yeah, that would have been interesting. <laughs> yeah. I guess the movie would just kind of end right there. Right, right, right. But, yeah, that's that was a little pivotal scene where – it was almost a point of no return. You know, he's running, and you're pissing this guy off. And says, I'm going to get you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to clean up my own mess. I'm going to show my dad that I can do things right. And the John Wick yeah. movie, did they end up bringing in, like, this professional hitman killer? They didn't, did they? Because remember they bring in that? Movie? Well, they did. The lady, remember? The lady. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, I guess they did. Yeah. I guess they did. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Because, I mean... Did you like that 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 they did you like that route bringing in the extra hitman to clean up the mess too at the end so then they have the, like the kind of one on one cat and mouse duel going? It was good, you know. I I think in John Wick it was more profound. You have like the one super assassin versus the one super assassin, and Liam Neeson's character. I never got the feeling that he was the, the ultimate killer. Yeah, no. You right. know, so uh, do you need like the ultimate guy to come after him? Maybe it was a little over the top. You know, yeah, right. He had a laser on his gun. And <laughs> he had special laser spectacles, gun. Yeah, like yeah, like he looked infrared, like yeah, he looked like the Terminator. And I thought, wow, that's a little overkill <laughs> to get this guy, Jimmy. He's a. I mean, I got the impression that Jimmy was done. He's done. He's not really killing anyone for his friend anymore. Yeah, because even when he, he was, was in like, it, when he was in it, you didn't get the impression he was up. Like Keanu, he's like a hitman. I mean, yeah. he was like a guy who he'd go kill for someone because on an order, but he was like a a skilled guy. Right. right. I, I didn't get the impression he was some skilled guy. Yeah, you know he, I mean? he 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 killed because he, he was 
you know, that's yeah. what I was told to do. But, but not like I never the, got the impression that he was a like professional, this, right? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he carried on a revolver, and he just seemed very rough around the edges. And Keanu Reeves was the exact opposite, clean, right? Yeah. Dapper, like hair slicked back, right? Yeah. Right. All these fancy weapons and uh, like perfect. Yeah, he was and more he of a professional. The, he was, guy. Yeah, yeah, he was just a rough guy, and yeah, just to send a professional to go after him, I was like, well, that's, that's kind of overkill. For yeah, I was like the one-on-one -on -one duels at the end, though. Like, yeah. you know, I like the, the I like the forest scene at the end. Yeah, that I was did, good. I did like the forest scene, you know, where they're you know, half they're shooting back and forth at each other and stuff like that. Um, I think I told you, though, you know, I really liked this whole movie, and I, I thought I called the ending of the movie. I thought the movie would have been, the ending would have been absolutely perfect if Throughout this whole movie, you know, this the detective wants Liam Neeson to yeah. tell him all the guys he's um, killed. He wants a number, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. wants to hey, who have you killed? I want a list. Yeah. And I thought at the end, right at the end, where he says, okay, I'll give them to you, when he gives him the list where after he's dead, you know, I wanted it to say Price, the hitman's name. Oh, yeah. Like, like he knew ahead of time he was going to kill that guy before he died. Yeah. You know, that would have been just like a cool ending. Like, he'd go down the list, last one was My last Price. kill. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. thought that would have ended it, like, pretty cool. And I thought I called it. I was like, that's going to out. It's going to end. But they, they left that out. They well, that's why it only made 11 million. Yeah, yeah, if they would have put that in there, that would have been the, the closing achievement there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, I, I think that's all I wanted to say on this movie. I thought it was... Well done. It was a meteor, meteor. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of a movie. It was a a lot and, more and, substance to and it. That, we've said it already. That's why it was a hidden gem too. Is because I think it just wasn't as action oriented as John Wick. So I think out of the two, if you want to compare them, that's why it didn't do as well. Right. And you know, and be you know, we said this before. Like the group of like, kind of like sixteen year olds to early twenties. That's the group of people that make up the bulk of the movie ticket receipts. You know, right? Sure. Uh, like you know, when the special effects blockbusters—that's who goes to those. If you get a more of an adult, drama-oriented, story-driven movie, those don't make as much because I think that type of audience doesn't go to those as much. It's more like older adults. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Who sure. don't make up as big as the movie population. I think that's why this one didn't do as good. It wasn't as action-driven. So that, that I'd like to know. I'd like to know the demographics that went and saw this one in the theaters. Probably was older people more often. Probably so, but again, you know, I don't recall any trailer on this one. I don't remember seeing the movie poster. Even the poster itself didn't really lend to what this movie was about. It's just, it's just Liam Neeson, Ed Harris, and, and the son. Yeah. Didn't really say much, and again, I don't really recall the trailer itself. And uh, marketing, again, you know, this, this whole thing about twin movies, we, we kind of discussed this earlier about what, like, how did this happen? You know, and I was reading that screenplays go out, then it's a race to the box office. Who can do it better? Who can do it this way and that? So yeah. this came out in what March of 2015? Right. Is that right? When did John Wick come out? Do you know? Do you remember? Not off the top of my head. Okay, I don't remember. But I remember when this one came out. Um, Run all night. I'm talking. At the same time, what little commercials it did get. At the same time, there was another movie coming out with Sean Penn called The Gunman. Oh, okay. Almost the same time. And I thought, wow, those are coming out like the same week or within the same week or two. And they looked like identical movies. I turned out, I saw The Gunman. They weren't identical movies. But the trailers, they made them seem like they were the same movie coming out. And I remember my buddy and I were saying, which ones are these is going to do better? Because they look like the same movie. Yeah. You know, so. Well, even um, when we're looking at the twin movies, they actually compared um, John Wick to The Equalizer. 
Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a few years ago now, right? The Equalizer. Wasn't that a year or two ago now? That Jeez, was... I don't remember. But that it was yeah. kind of recent. I don't remember. But yeah, it could yeah, have maybe, been. Maybe. Been I don't before. remember how close those were. And yeah, I guess I could see. All right. We got John Wick coming in 2014. Oh, I think this was like November or something like that. It was fall of 2014 when John Wick came out. Okay. And this is March of 2015. Okay. So they are close. They they're are real close. close. Yeah. yeah. They're real close. Now, the Equalizer, that, that was similar, but okay. There's a question, Ed. What was closer, though? Run All Night and John Wick? Oh, Or John Wick, or, or Run All Night and The Equalizer? Oh, no, no, no. Run All Night and John Wick, they were almost identical. So you thought The Equalizer wasn't as good a comparison as these two? I agree. Yeah, Even yeah. though you read that they compared those two, I think this one was a closer comparison. Correct, yeah. yeah. Equalizer came out 2014. Look at that. Okay, September so September that... of 2014. Wow, so oh. that came out right next to John Wick. Same time, yeah. What? Okay, yeah. Yeah, and I, I do see some comparisons of that, but yeah, I think these two matched up a little more closely. Right, yeah, for sure. They, they came out really close, so that's like the triplet, I guess you'd call it. Yeah, and you know, it's funny too, did you did you like that touch? Like, I felt like um, John Wick, well, no. I felt like John Wick and the, the bad guy in John Wick, his ex-boss, the mafia guy, right. when John Wick comes back into the fold, I felt like once that all went down with John Wick, uh, the dog, I felt like they were like enemy enemies. Ed Harris and Liam Neeson, I felt that the right at the end, Ed Harris even like oh they reconciled. Like, yeah, yeah, right. He's like oh like they're almost like they were doing because they had to, but they were at the same time still kind of almost still buddies. Sure, kind of. You sure, know? sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't think Ed Harris really wanted to take him down as hard as he did, but it was his son. Yeah, you know. And yeah. and I'm sure that's pretty raw. And even though his son's a jerk, but yeah. it's still his son. But they always, yeah. Then they had that at the end that they were almost like still buddies. Like they're they're going to the same place together. Or yeah, whatever. <laughs> that was what they said throughout the movie or whatever. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So run all night. Yep. Strong recommend for me. Okay. So the thing I want to ask you right now is watchability factor what? on run all night. Watchability factor. Okay. Well, when we when I knew we were going to talk about this one, I just rewatched this four days ago and I enjoyed it just as much if not more this time than I did the first viewing mm. so I would say you could put this in a couple months later after you watch it and it, it's it holds up just as good it's rewatchable I agree 100% yeah, it's, it's yeah. Rewatchable. yeah good it's a it's like a good book nice meaty story yeah I liked it and I I have a copy of the DVD and you know I, I have it in my binder, and I would pop it in again in the future. It's not one of my favorites where I'll throw in all the time, like Die Hard, you know. Right, where and sneakers. Seen... <laughs> 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 That's yours. But, uh, like, you know, something that I've seen like 30 or 40 times, it's not going to yeah. ever reach that number. But I could, if someone said, hey, do you want to watch that? I could throw it on and be uh, perfectly satisfied. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So it, yeah. it has some rewatchability to it for me, for sure. I like it. Okay. All right, we're done. Okay. All right. We'll talk to you guys next time. Uh, oh shoot! I wanted to read a review on here. Okay, oh, well, we man. got some a few extra moments. What we, do we got a few extra moments. Yeah, we got someone from. Uh... Oh man, Ryan, say something. Well, I'm j I'm waiting for you to look up the review, Ed. I, I don't have the review in front of me here. So, um, what are you looking up? Like some somebody made a post on Facebook that wanted to uh, yeah. mention something. There it is. Oh yeah. How do I do this stupid thing? You know what? I'm I'm poor at this. I failed. This, I'm sorry. This, okay. Ed will give the shout out to his appropriate listener at, at a later date. Yeah. 
Okay. All right, that's it for now. All right, stay tuned for next week's podcast, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll be signing off until then. And right. This is Ryan. This is it. Uh, bye. Show me the money! There's no place like home. Bob, James, I'm going to make him an offer he can't you. I'll be back. You became a mother... Say hello to my little friend! You can't handle the truth! Go ahead. Make my day. Good morning, Vietnam! Rose, where we're going, we don't need roads. We have a problem. This is Sparta! Why so serious? I am serious. Now don't call me sure. Why did it have to be snakes?